It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, I'm doing all right. It's a sunny day here in Michigan. Beautiful. Uh, above freezing. Even better. Yeah, that's uh, things are going all right. Hey, you can't complain about Complaints that. Complaints here. Mm. How about you, Jake? What's the, what's the weather like in Chicago? Well, here it's, uh, would you believe it, uh, sunny, above freezing, and a little windy. But what can you expect? It's the windy city. Yeah, I mean, just comes with the territory. Yeah. They're in, in WC. <laughs> That's what they call it. The water closet of America. <laughs> WC Fields actually stood for Windy City Fields. <laughs> mm-hmm. We actually have a lot of parks here in, uh, in the city called WC Fields. Uh, after that guy, they were named after him. So that's pretty funny. When you think about it. Hell, I'm laughing. I mean, like, can you? How can you not? Honestly, um, and we're all about having a good time here on this podcast, you know. And I'll tell you what, I've had, I've been having a really good time watching this current season of Survivor. So Thomas, I gotta ask you, did you watch Survivor Palau last night? bad i did jake that's what i always say about this podcast no rules just right who is podcast authority is that outback steakhouse right i believe that is outback well also there's this uh let's go out back tonight that was less good that was i think for that i think that was for that one specific thing where they did the of montreal song oh yeah yeah i remember that remember when they had jermaine clement in their commercials I do remember that. No. Do you think he felt insulted because he's not Australian? Yeah, he probably did. <laughs> also, yeah, it is Outback. Mm. Is that a better slogan than when you're here, your family? Because that's another really good I one. I think when you're here, your family is uh, a weird, <laughs> very weird <laughs> slogan. I don't care for it. But everybody knows it, you know? So Yeah, only at Olive Garden can you be family. Well, no. Olive Garden is like that um, that birthday boy sketch about like what a family constitutes. Oh yeah. You can just be ten dads at a, at a uh, at an Olive Garden, Honestly, and you're a family. That, hey, proofs in the pudding. The pudding you get at Olive Garden. Uh, this episode was called "It Could All Backfire." What do you think for that title? Uh, I mean, I thought that was pretty descriptive of what was going on there. I mean, it definitely seemed like uh, this is the point where people are starting to make moves because they have to. I would argue it's maybe a little late to be making moves. Yeah, it definitely there are a few people that maybe should have made moves earlier. Yeah. But, you know, they're, they're in a position where they got no choice. Yeah, I guess. This first aired on May 12th, 2005. Thomas, how old would you have been May 12th, 2005? Jake, I would have been... 13 years old. Hmm. I would have been 14 years old into my teen years. Well into my teen years. Not a baby teen like you. I could have basically drive. Yeah, that's right. I, I was a baby, though. Yeah, you are a baby. Not me, though. Because I was 14. So, uh, add 14 to 6. How much did you get, Thomas? I, I have to ask you because I don't know the answer. Uh, 20. That's a joke, of course, because I do actually know, because the answer is 20, 
8.07 million viewers. That's how many viewers it got last week. How many viewers do you think it got this week? Wow, what a horrible way to introduce that question. Yeah, thanks. You, you've gotten so much better at it with time. Thanks. That's that's the kind of experience we bring to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say 20.5 million. I think it increased by nearly 5 million viewers. I thought you said it was 20.7 last 20. week. 20.07. Oh, okay. 20.05. Uh, also, that wouldn't be 5 million. It would be 500,000. 0.5, I'm pretty sure I said. And you can run the tape back and see. <laughs> um, it actually received uh, 19.3 million viewers. Damn, okay. Yeah. People, were, people were not happy about... Uh, about Greg getting voted mm-hmm. off, apparently. You know what I didn't realize? I don't know why I hadn't put it together until just now. Mm. Greg and Jen were uh, very compatible because they both have double consonants at the end of their name. It is literally all I Greg- thought about any time they were both on screen. <laughs> Jen with two N's, Greg with two G's. Yeah. Uh, they were really a match made in heaven. Um, that would be a Greg and Jen would be really good for Survivor Wendell because Survivor Wendell is what our Survivor Wordle game that we're going to make. Uh, because there's multiple letters, and you know they love to do that to us. It would be really good for that, except that the answer ever so it would be wrong. Well, you can't just give it away like that, Thomas. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I'm sorry. Edit that out. Uh, okay. <laughs> at You gotta, ble- you gotta bleep that. Bleep, yeah. I, uh, at Beckett Camp, Jen was not expecting Greg to go... Ian, though, calls Jenny a smooth operator and worried that the women will all band together and take out him and Tom. I mean, yeah, they could have two weeks ago and they didn't, so what's the stop it's from this time? a reasonable concern. And I do think Jen, uh, I think that they weren't really highlighting her playing that much before this, and I think that she, without Greg there, you can kind of see what her game is a little bit more. Yeah. Um, what is, what would you say her game is? Uh, I think she's very good at, like, trying to influence people socially. I think she's kind of perceptive. Yeah, she's basically Parvati 2.0. Yeah, okay, I mean, you said it, I didn't. And of course it's a joke, because every attractive woman who is good at the social game, they call Parvati 2.0, even though this was before Parvati's time. That's the joke I was making, and hardcore fans get it. She's Parvati... Parvati 0.5. That's right. Uh, Tom and... Sorry, 0.5 million. <laughs> uh, Tom and Karen discuss the rest of the gang. Katie and Ian try to sway Jen to their side to take Karen out. I think good I think good move, honestly, from Katie and Ian there. Yeah, I think so, too. Tom wants to keep Karen and Ian, and Karen says she is guardedly optimistic. I liked that. That's a good way to look at the game at this point. I did too. I do feel a little bad for Karen because she's in a position where I don't know what her game is. Yeah. And she's in a position where she understandably is like, I got to start making moves. I got to figure out who I fit best with to give me a best chance to win. And unfortunately for her, I think the answer is no one. I don't think that she would beat anyone here. Um... Yeah, I was going to say maybe she might have a case 
before uh, against Jen, but I don't I think mean, Jen at least has like a block of of allies yeah. that might vote like vote for her on the jury. Like I don't think Karen has. That. I don't think Karen would be good at explaining her game at Final Tribal Council either. I think that would be her biggest yeah. issue. That's what I feel bad that she's in the goat spot, but that's absolutely where she is. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think she ever did anything wrong. She just kind of ended up there because Tom was... Yeah, it's not like a playing a bad game kind of thing. It's just sometimes you don't get a chance to distinguish yourself. I think she was... I think her big move probably would have been to go to the All-Women's Alliance, but I also don't think that she would have come out on top there. So, hard to say. Yeah. Would have been a much different season had she done that. Uh, Tom checks in with Ian about Karen and Katie. Then they do a reward challenge. And before they tell us what the reward challenge will be, Jeff Probst tells us the winner will receive a Corvette and take it on a trip to a mansion with a feast. I mean, what's wrong with that, you know? Car. A, yeah, no, get a nothing. Cool car. Very, very good. I like the 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 combo of the the car that you get to drive in a straight line to a house, and then you won't see again until you come back. But it's always funny when there's like one hilariously skewed challenge like this. <laughs> they uh, yes had to take rafts across the lagoon, collect some bags, find mileage markers, assign the markers to the correct city, and uh, yeah, you. Ian basically dominated. I don't think anyone was even close to him. <laughs> yeah, Tom kept... Uh... Oh, no, I'm thinking of the other challenge. Um... Uh, Tom, I think Tom was, like... I don't think he even got the chance. Like, he got his fifth bag, but he didn't even get the chance to try to guess the mile markers. Yeah. Ian was just way out ahead. Yeah, Ian got them all before even Tom got off of his raft. Uh, Ian wins, and he brings Tom... Because he said if there was a car involved, he would bring Tom. And he can't break that promise, even though the day before he had told Katie that he would bring her if he won. Yeah, I. this is... Ian's social game in this episode is, Atrocious. like, one of the most insane... One of the most insane things I've ever seen. <laughs> I kept, like, every single aspect of it was crazy. Because one, like, he absolutely, like... Did he ever actually talk to Tom about that? That seemed like an insane lie. I don't recall that conversation maybe it happened off screen but i don't recall that no yeah and but but the, the thing with it is like i think he had a decent excuse which was remembering specifically back to the last reward challenge it's like one probably don't want to make promises you're not going to keep but like katie eliminated him from the last reward challenge and after she had been like, would you hate me if I did it? And he said, yes. <laughs> and then she still did it. Like, at the very least, I think that's a decent excuse as to you being like, yeah, I, you, you, you broke our deal before I did, yeah. so I'm not gonna. But, yeah, that, he didn't go there. He went for uh, a much dumber thing, which is to just keep saying, like, why are you so mad? It was just for dinner. <laughs> I just want to go drive a car with my dad. Yeah, whereas the other one when he got yeah, the other one when he got eliminated from that one, the reward was you got to see your loved ones <laughs> on a yacht. And also just dinner and your friend might even slap your ass. Yeah. Some I've seen friends do lucky. that. 
Uh, back at camp. If you're lucky, you'll have a friend good enough to slap your ass mm-hmm. and pretend that they're massaging you for a second. I mean, funny, funniest shit you can do. To be honest, that's like, that's some Monty Python shit right there. That's yeah. like some SNL shit. That's like some jackass stuff. Bro, bro that's some S and L shit. <laughs> Back at camp, Katie feels like she lost her best friend because she didn't get to go in the Corvette. Uh, Thomas, why haven't you ever taken me in a Corvette? You know, that's a great question. Um, I just thought, you know, for dinner or whatever, I didn't think you'd be mad. So. Yeah. Well, think again. If any, if any of you listeners out there have a Corvette and you haven't let me in it, I'm coming to your house. Uh, that's a threat. Katie asks Karen what her deal is with Tom, and Karen tells her there's no deal between her and Tom except for the final two deal they made. <laughs> Yeah, this is great. Well, there's no deal between us. It's just that, like, we agreed that we were going to be the final two, but, like, it's not really a deal. Yeah. Uh, the ladies then come up with a plan to vote out whichever man doesn't win immunity. The boys return, and Karen asks who it will be in the final three when Ian oh, God, and so funny. Tom walk up to the beach, and he says, me, you, and Katie, but then quickly covers and says, Tom, instead. Ian fucked this up so he bad. He really destroyed his game here. Well, he does that, and then as like Tom's trying to mend it, he's like, I just can't make a decision right now. And Tom is like, what the fuck are you doing? It's, oh my god, I don't understand. You gotta at least try to lie, dude. Yeah, I. well, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did a very bad job at yeah, it. Yeah, well, he's just too honest. Um... I was reading um, about Ian. Oh, uh, in do, did we talk about how tall Ian is? He's like six foot something. I'm assuming. Yes, uh, he is six eight. Oh God, I didn't realize he was that tall. Which makes him the fourth tallest contestant ever. Yeah, that's like probably the tallest non-former professional basketball player. I would think. Uh, no, actually, there was somebody in season. I don't think he ever played basketball. I think he was just freakishly tall at like 6'11 or something like that. Okay. So, yeah, because otherwise it would be like Cliff Robinson and Scott Pollard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, As as Ian and Tom walk away, Tom says, you just gave her vote away tonight. Tom's... Tom was different this episode. Tom is getting into, and I like this version of him a lot less... When, when the cards are down, Tom tries to strong-arm people. Mm-hmm. And he's a little less charming when he's doing that. Uh, not You know, I get that he's trying to, you know, you do what you gotta do, but he's doing the Boston Rob thing, where he's like, the, that, like that, like, my way or the highway mode, mm-hmm. where he just, like, tries to steamroll you, and I don't like that as much. Yeah, but you can't say it doesn't work. I mean, hey, Boston Rob won. Yeah, it works for him. Yeah. So. Uh, Ian talks to Katie, uh, sounding real exasperated. Hmm. Ian's Ian's strategy was, I would say, a lot worse than Tom's, that's for sure. Uh, of being stupid and giving everything up? Being stupid and, and not being able to advocate for yourself and then groveling. Yeah. Um, this, you know what this felt like? Hmm. This felt like two people who like didn't 
Let's say that there is a situation where both people have lied to each other about a movie that they've seen. <laughs> and they're really mad that the other person lied about it, but also they need to pretend that they've seen it so that they can still have the upper hand on it. Like, this was such bullshit from both sides. Yes. Where, like, Ian, Ian was so clearly full of shit. Like, he just did it. I mean, maybe the car promise thing happened. I don't know, because otherwise it doesn't make any sense that he would choose Tom there. Tom specifically was like, you need to choose one of the women so that they're not able to talk to each other. Yeah, I literally don't understand why he didn't Which is why that. Tom looked really mad when he picked him. He's like, what the fuck are yeah. you doing? But anyway, he the reason that he picked, like, he picked it, he kind of started to advocate for himself. Because, I like, the easy thing to say is just, like, you fucked me over already. Yeah. Didn't go there. And then it becomes this thing where they both exaggerate the connection that they have. Where Ian is like, I want us to be friends forever. Yeah, they kept talking like, about what? that. What? Like, Bro, what when? are you talking about? Since when have you guys been and this close? And then they close? both cry. Like, this was, both of them tried to cry to manipulate each other. This was massive. really plot. good. I l- so bizarre, this was one of the weirdest conversations I've ever seen. On I love emotional manipulation when it gets me closer to a million dollars. Uh... I notice here Ian is starting to sound like his cadence kind of sounds more like Tom. <laughs> He's kind of starting to talk more like Tom now. He's taking after his father. Yes, and he, I mean, we all do. We all do. Um, we all take after Tom. Oh, that's my dad's name. Hey, that's your name. Whoa. Uh, Karen and... That must have a much greater significance to you. <laughs> Karen and Tom discuss Katie. Tom tries to persuade Katie to not take out the men. Ian says he's changing his tune. He's strong-arming people now, Thomas. Uh, Tom. The strong... Tom Strongarm. That's what they call him. <laughs> he changed his name. Good one. Like how they call him Johnny Fairplay. And that's his official name. Yeah. Now, Tom's Strongarm is... They changed his name. Tommy, Tommy Strongarm. Yeah. It's good. He, He's strong-arming people by saying his grandma died. <laughs> I would hate for something to happen to my grandma if you don't vote with us. Yeah. Uh, okay, so <laughs> there's an immunity challenge where they have to go over a bunch of bridges and do a memory puzzle. We, I like this one, especially because Tom wiped out and ate shit like 400 <laughs> times running back and forth across the bridges. Yeah, very good. Um, he laid, he put, put it all out on the field. I think this is a great challenge. Again, simple, love it. straightforward, fun. Jeffrey, you're doing too much with all these obstacles. I was thinking about this. Like, this is such a specific thing. Like, you run over a few bridges, you do a memory puzzle, you come back. That's easy, you know? Like, that's... I like having obstacles, but, like, one setting. Yeah. Like, one location. This is perfect. All you need is the two spots with the, the, the memory puzzle, and then just a rope bridge connecting them for each person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but with with every episode, or with every challenge, I just mean, like, you have to uh, hop over this fence and uh, go over this rope bridge and then climb a tower and do a puzzle at the end. They all just run together. I don't know. Yeah, it's overcomplicating. You can't really appreciate any one specific part of it, or it's just that the last one is the only one that really sticks with yeah. you. Um, whereas, you know, like even the reward challenge or a challenge this time around, it's like you gotta you gotta go back and forth on the boat to get the bags, and then you gotta get the mile markers, and that's mm-hmm. it. Like that's enough. Yeah. Doesn't need to be more mm-hmm. than that. 
Maybe, maybe, maybe if you want to add one more thing to the challenge, and they, uh, to be fair, they did a few times in this sep- in this season, give them a gun. Give everyone yeah. one gun. Have them shoot at each other. <laughs> it's a great idea. Last person standing wins immunity. Can't be voted out for the rest of the game because everyone else is dead from the gunshots. Yeah, player unknown survivor. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably a better idea um, than what they're doing now. But Tom wins. Um, pretty exciting stuff. It's been Tom or Ian every single immunity challenge he's won. So it'd be, it'd be smart to take out Ian at this point, don't you think? Uh, you would think, right? Like, this is the opportunity that you have, because obviously, I think Tom would be your preferred target, but you can't get him, mm-hmm. so why not go after the other guy that's been dominating all the physical challenges? It seems like this is your your second chance in as many weeks to get this opportunity, and, you know, you could take it. You could take it. Yeah, they should probably, should probably go for it. a really it. smart idea. Uh, back at camp, though, Tom, Tom is worried that there is an all-women's alliance. Um... Was there anything else at camp that you wanted to discuss before we get into Tribal Council? Not really. I mean, the only thing I really felt like highlighting was the absolutely insane interaction between Ian and Katie. Mm -hmm. So, after that point, not much to talk about. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, let's discuss these wildlife shots. We got some rats. We got a blackbird. We got a scorpion and some ants that it was hunting. Uh, we got some red bugs with black legs. Don't know what they are. Didn't look it up. Got a heron. We got another bird. And got the saltwater crocodile, also known as the Asturian crocodile. Do you know how to pronounce that word? I don't. Asturine crocodile. Okay. Indo-Pacific crocodile, marine crocodile, sea crocodile, or salty what do you know about salty, Thomas? Um, it's it, it it pairs well uh, with sweet in some kind of mix, typically. That's really funny. Uh, Delicious trail mix crocodile. How about hey, that? Hey, there's something. Uh, these crocodiles can be found in brackish waters from India to Australia and throughout the Pacific Islands. Uh, these crocodiles can be traced back to five million years ago. The youth are a pale yellow, but as they get older, they become a darker green. Newborns are only 11 inches long and weigh two and a half ounces. The males, though, will grow to be... Thomas, give me a guess. How many feet long do you think these things will be? Seven feet. Um, try a little harder. Eight feet. Females will grow to be eight to ten feet long. With that information, how long how long do you think the males will grow to be? Nine to eleven. Never feet. Never forget eleven to twenty feet. Oh wow, that's, that's a lot. lot. That's a lot of feet. That's a lot of feet. <laughs> Talk about a subway sandwich. It's more like twenty dollar foot long. With prices these days in the supply chain, God. Thanks, Joe Biden. Uh, They'll be enjoying a different kind of twenty foot long in prison. Do you remember that? Uh, no, I don't. When Jared went to prison and that was the go-to joke that a bunch of people made, it was like, oh, he'll be having a different kind of footlong in oh, prison. Sure. Like, oh, sure. hilarious. It's a very good joke. Um, they'll, uh, oh, this is fun. These crocodiles will travel hundreds of miles in the ocean over the course of a few weeks 
using only the ocean current to move. <laughs> they spend m- just 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 vibing, just letting the ocean take exactly. Them. Uh, they are they are goals. They are vibes goals. Um, Jake, do you remember the? Uh, I always think about uh, Crocodiles being really old because there was a movie that I have not seen called Primeval that came out. It was like a giant. It was like a giant crocodile movie. And uh, is this the one that's like that was the whole thing of it? Was like they've been around for millions of years. Is this the one in the previews where I was like the world's greatest serial killer or whatever? And they just meant it might have been. It was a an animal that ate things um primeval was a tv show that followed a team of scientists tasked with investigating temporal anomalies across the united kingdom so there was also a horror thriller called Primeval from 2007 2007 yep, i'm finding it now starring brooke langton orlando jones mm. and jürgen Prochnow. sure Re- also dominic purcell from prison of Break. course speaking of prison uh, is this? Let me take it to the movie, I'm sure on you will be my baby. A news team is sent to Burundi to capture and bring home a legendary 25-foot crocodile. Their difficult task turns potentially deadly when a warlord. I, I'm not gonna open this to read the rest of it. Whatever. It's like basically Anaconda. You've seen Anaconda, no, right? I haven't seen any movies. Uh, well, you get you get the idea. Uh, yeah. No, I, I. It's a crocodile, and they have to fight the crocodile. It's, it sounds scary. Rated R for strong graphic violence, brutality, terror, and language. Oh yeah, here we go. Inspired by the true story of the most prolific serial killer in history. I don't think you know what prolific means. Uh, So that's cool. That's a movie we could watch one day. uh, Producing much fruit or foliage or many offspring. No. That's not... That's not what the crocodile did. It just ate a lot of people. Uh, But these crocodiles, uh, they will spend much of their day basking in the sun. Speaking of good vibes. uh, And here's another thing. And here's why I relate to these crocodiles. (laughs) They have very small brains, but are still capable of difficult tasks. So... You just gotta pay them enough for them to do math. Exactly. Difficult tasks such as learning the migratory patterns of prey. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, as long as you let me know where the food is, I can figure it out. Uh, They will prey on just about anything. Uh, They are partially resistant to the cane toad toxins. And with a bite of nearly 4,000 pounds of force, they have the strongest bite of any animal. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, very. Alright. My, my favorite thing with crocodiles is that all of their muscles are in their, like, downward bite. Yeah. So if you... You can put, like, a rubber band on their mouth and the muscles to open that are much weaker, so they just can't do anything. Literally, then. my next note says, that being said, their jaws can be shut with several layers of duct tape. <laughs> yep. Uh, They reach sexual maturity between the ages of 12 and 16. They reproduce in the wet season. Uh, The females exhibit very high maternal care for a reptile, excavating the nest that she created for the hatchlings if she hears them yelping. Uh, She will also roll the eggs into her mouth for safekeeping. Uh, (laughs) 
These are incredibly aggressive animals. They will attack their siblings almost as soon as they're let into their water by their mom. Wow. And, like Primeval, they will attack humans. So, here's, um, here's my question for you. The, what, what do you think, how do you think you avoid crocodile attacks? What do you think the recommended policy is? Um, I think moving laterally is hard for them, if I remember correctly. Uh, the only policy recommended to combat crocodile attacks is to completely avoid their habitat. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. When it comes to the International Union for Conservation of Nature, where do you think these crocs rank? Uh, I would say that they are probably not endangered. Yes, it is classified as least concern. Yeah, they're, I mean, look, they're very resilient animals. I don't think there's any arguing that. They're very strong and they reproduce a lot. So, they're good. Uh, So, at Tribal Council... Katie is still sad that Ian brought Tom. I mean, to be fair, they do call her Corvette Katie. And then Ian couldn't even bring her along. Yeah. You'd think that with that name, that's who he would have promised anything for for car-related challenges. But, I don't know. Maybe it's just like dude time. We got this fucking muscle car. It's all about dude time. Obviously it was about dude time. What if Jeff Probst revealed like a Ford Taurus and Ian was like, I'm going to bring my good friend, Taurus Tom. Taurus Tom, he's coming with me. He loves the Ford Taurus. The most popular car in America. That's right. Uh, Ian calls not taking Katie his biggest mistake. Why don't you, why don't you vote out Ian right now? It would make a lot of sense, right? I don't know. I don't get that at all. (laughs) Also, it's still really funny to me that like, you were just on a yacht seeing your family members while Tom and Ian had to just sit there. Mm-hmm. And you have the nerve to be this put upon. It's like, it's because it's anytime that you get someone that's like, it's because they made a promise. Like, I'm really mad about that. It's like, you're allowed to be mad about that, but like, you don't get to be this mad about it. It's fucking Survivor. Yeah, yeah. it's only a game for a million dollars. Two million if you're a Tony. Uh, Katie is sad. Karen lays out everything that's happened with her and Tom. Uh... And then Tom explains the Greg vote, and Karen is very offended. Why? I don't, I don't know. This was not a great Karen episode, either. No, not really. Uh, Ian gets one vote, what a surprise, and Karen gets the other three. Four? I guess she got the other four, they just only counted three. Um, so, bye-bye. In the end, people just wanted Karen out. I mean, I guess... It's fair. I think if it were um, if they were doing final three at this point in the history of the show, they would have brought Karen to take third place. That's my hot take on Survivor Palau. Probably, yeah. Uh, next week we are making our predictions for Survivor 42, but first we are going to watch the finale of Survivor Palau. How do you think this is going to shake out the finals? Okay, so... Second, fourth place. We're down to the, we're down to the final four. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Ian finishes fourth. Okay. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Katie finishes third and Jen finishes second. Interesting. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll see. I of course already know because I have watched this episode twice, uh, once in 2005 and once uh, after 
the episode we watched for this week. So you could even say that you've watched it four times because it's like a double episode. You could say that. Uh, inaccurate, of course, because. And I am saying it. Right, I'm just saying what you're saying is inaccurate because it's actually just one episode. It's one extra uh, long I don't episode. Know. Let's let's send that to the Washington Post fact checkers. How many Pinocchios is it going to get? I bet it gets zero Pinocchios. I have no idea what you're referencing right now. <laughs> There's a Washington fact checking thing that that judges whether things are true or not based on a number of Pinocchios indicating how how much of a lie it is. How many Pinocchios? Like they're gold stars or something? Yep, they're like, I give this one four Pinocchios. <laughs> it's not. That's not how the story of Pinocchio works. It literally is like the on cinema bags of popcorn thing. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Why don't they just make Pinocchio's nose longer? Nope. (laughs) Pinocchio and his brother, another Pinocchio. It's all about how many Pinocchios you got. (laughs) Geppetto made so many Pinocchios because this was such a big lie. (laughs) Yeah, there was an accident at the Pinocchio factory and they made too many of them. If you repeat a lie big enough... Geppetto makes more Pinocchios. Something, I don't know. We'll workshop it. Uh, Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at Tom.Tom. You can follow the show at twitter.com slash D-Y-W-S-L-N. We had, Thomas, I know uh, we often discuss uh, my failures on reddit.com, the survivor Reddit. Oh, good. But. (laughs) Number one dude's news source. (laughs) Yes, that's right. According to P Research. Um, We had... A pretty popular tweet on Twitter.com this week on Survivor Twitter. Uh, one day ago. Was it one day ago, 225? Two days ago. Two days ago. This this tweet is the most popular tweet we've ever had. So I hope we got some listeners from it. Really? Okay. It's, what was so popular? It's had about it? what 38 was it? retweets, that's right. 14 quote tweets. So I wonder what people said there. And 1,062 likes. Not only is it the most popular tweet uh, the podcast I've ever had, it might be the most popular I personally have ever had. Well, yeah, that's that's you, though. That's not me. I've had more popular than that. No big deal. Okay, well, again, it's not a competition, but I'm so proud of you. Get into, get into five-figure likes, okay? Then we'll talk. Okay, well, it sounds like a challenge. Survivor listeners? I mean, I would like it if we did. Yeah, no, please. We'll, um... Circle this around, you know. Send it to all your friends. Anyway, what was what was it? You know I don't pay attention to the shows. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I wrote. Here's how it should go on Survivor. Hashtag Survivor. Each tribe has one idol hidden. That's it. And I didn't say this, but that includes the merged tribe, you know. Sure, yeah. Just one. I, I do like if that. You, if I you agree. quit, you can't be on the jury. Yep. Agree it's with called that. the Janu rule, because we came up with the rule while watching this season. You can't be on the Januri. I think you said that already. Uh, no, I said Janu as in, like, a, it, I called a canoe a Oh, Janu. that's right. That's right. So, I mean, there's just so many funny puns you can make with her name. Januari. That was the point where we were covering this show. Good. good. Uh, Final four fire making it only if it's used as a tiebreaker. And... Yep. Final two every time. Now this one, people didn't love. And there are logistical reasons why they don't do final two every time. Um, I agree. I don't think they should do final two every time. I personally like having them forced to make a decision between two people. And it's very public and embarrassing. 
but I understand why they don't do it anymore very often. But whatever. Jury asks, this was the last rule I put out. Jury asks questions in the order they were voted out. I don't know why they don't do it that way. Yep. It makes so much more sense. Love it, and everyone gets asked. And everybody a asks a question. No more of this no more of this bullshit. No more open for like one person leads everything. Yeah, so that's some bullshit. Uh, no thanks. Um, so I hope that I can't believe you didn't say no live tribals in there. You should definitely have said that as well. Oh, I think I was running out of characters. I actually love the live tribals. Call them love tribals. Oh my god. When it's uh, survivor singles. They won't be called live tribals, they'll be called love tribals. <laughs> okay, yeah. Are you the thanks. one, Survivor? Sado. That's what we can call it. Survivor, are you the one? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are going to have to uh, do a season of simulated Survivor with are you the one people at some point in the future. Yeah, we can, we can do a Sado season. Sado. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the Only Survivor Podcast. Okay, and let's 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 uh, highlight one of our Patreon shows since we have so many new listeners from Twitter.com. Thomas, which one would you like to highlight this week? Um, let's just let's let's go back to basics here. We'll go with our introductory introductory tier level. Uh, just Joey, mm-hmm. and it is the thing is it is affordable. Yeah, it's our most affordable uh, or most modestly priced podcast, <laughs> and uh, I believe it is what ten thousand. Only ten thousand dollars a month, which like a lot of people make more yeah, than that in a month. Yeah, for that money, we will track down DVD copies of the show yes. Joey because it doesn't seem to be anywhere else, and we will uh, we will uh, cover one episode of Joey. A month. <laughs> I think that's a totally fair trade. <laughs> ten thousand dollars per episode. Uh, I I. I tried to get a lot of people to subscribe to the podcast this week when I saw that popular tweet we had. Uh, I said, uh, listen to our podcast about Survivor Palau, subscribe before the Survivor 42 premiere, and we'll give you one free download. So if you saw that tweet and you downloaded this, uh, this is that one free download. We didn't mean one of the free <laughs> yeah, it's The only one it's the free show is the one that you get the free download It's like when for. a store says, buy one, get one. You don't get two, you get one. You get the one you paid for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're just reminding you that you don't get two yeah. for the price of one and don't get confused we have uh rent to pay what uh what do you want to say to the fans or the listeners as you like to call them now well if they were fans they would pay us exactly. so they're listeners um i uh i just want to thank yeah. them uh you know for the ones that have stuck around and for any new ones that we may have uh thank you I listeners. can't wait to look at the uh I would love to call you fans. Please give me the opportunity. I would love to look at our numbers for this week's episode and see how we did um, getting new listeners. I, I'm hoping that we got a lot. I hope we got Survivor 42. It's going to get us a lot of new listeners. Um, yeah. I just think it's bullshit that people don't want to pay for content these days. Oh you know, like every, I think part of the internet is like everyone thinks everything should be free. It's because and this, it's like, this generation is we're only high, asking for ten, We're just trying to cover, we're trying to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to cover our operating costs. And we're only asking for $10,000 a month. Easy to pay for. Per person? Per person, yes. Not total, this is not a Kickstarter goal where if we get enough people That's to pledge it. to $10,000 a month. Works. It's not what this is. It's very specifically... 
each person pays us $10,000. We have a lot of Joey DVDs Well, to you're buy. paying for it. This is parts and labor, though, because one, like, I don't know how much those DVD copies of Joey cost, and two, like, we have to do the uh, emotional labor of tracking yes. them down. So. And it's like, does Best Buy even have their $5 bin anymore? probably like an $8 bin the way prices are these days. Do you know how stressful it'll be to go in and ask a Best Buy employee if they have DVD copies of and Joey? And then we go in and be like, do you have Joey? And they'll be like, oh, he's actually on break. And I'll be like, no! Not that Joey. The DVD. <laughs> Joey Tribbiani works here? <laughs> um, I don't remember why we ever started talking about Joey. Uh, I remember we had something called the Joey Tribbiani Act early on on the show. Don't remember <laughs> what that is. I think it maybe came down to just the fact that I like to say, how you doing, Joey, friends? To yeah, people. that's good. Uh, I, I Maybe that would be your strategy going into Survivor. What if you went into Survivor and just pretended you were Joey from Friends the whole time? What? Yeah, there's a montage of me going up to every single person just going, how you doing, <laughs> Joey, friends? Tom, by the way. And then you're voted out first episode. <laughs> Everyone gets together and they're like, yeah, can we get the Joey out of here? That was weird, really right? weird that he did that. And then he just said the name of a previous Survivor's winner. I get taken I get taken as the GOAT for the final three because no one will ever vote for the Joey guy. All of the votes for you are just the Joey guy. And Jeff is like, there's nobody named Joey on this tribe, so this one doesn't count. Please stop referencing shows from a different network. This is CBS. Uh, Thomas, what should people write on Apple if they are so inclined? Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. If you are reviewing on Spotify, it is the same thing, but at the end, say, I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify. Can I make a suggestion for a new, uh, a new review? Okay. Inspired by the true story of the most prolific serial killer podcast in history. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, you can put that if you yeah, want, I guess. Cool. Uh, crocodiles are cool. That's that's what I have to say. Yep, that's this podcast stance on crocodiles. Yeah. We will not be bleeping their no, name out. Ever, 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 ever. Uh, okay, well, next week, we're finishing it up, baby. Survivor pullout, great shit. Anyway, have a great summer. We've come to replace your class. Old stubborn hills, we are yeah, would it though, Jake? I I used your strategy and got the worst results I've gotten. Like there was a full week where I was like, I'm gonna do the way Jake does it and see how it goes. And I did. I it was like five or six every single time. And I've gone back to what I normally do, and it's like three or four every single time. So uh, like having three today. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that maybe that works for you, but it doesn't work for me. Have you played Loodle? No, I, I don't need... The whole thing that is appealing to me about Wordle is that you don't do it a billion times. You know, there's a limited number of times you do it per day. There's a limited times you do Loodle, too. But it's I know, all... but then I'm just adding it to a rotation. Uh, I just want the one time-wasting thing. I don't want a whole bunch. Okay. Also, I, I think that the novelty of that would wear off very quickly. Yeah, there's also a Quirtle one that my parents are obsessed with, where you do four at once. Yeah, like, what? no, I'm that not... That seems I, like too much for it's me. It's not interesting so to me. I would get overwhelmed if I ever tried that one. Um, Loodle is fun, though, because it's all, like, cussy words, sexy words. 
Somebody made one called Pirtle, which is the uh, last name of a um, an NBA center, and it's like it'll just give you an NBA player. But they cheat and they give you a silhouette of the. You can look at a silhouette of the player. So I got it on the first try because like I know what Nikola Vucevic looks like. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't seem as fun. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should create one for uh, Survivor. Yes, probe stuff. I don't know how to do it, but if somebody does. Hey, there's a free idea for you, buddy. Yeah. Would it just be like a different contestant's name? What would it, like, what would it be? Yeah, I don't fucking know, man. I'm not yeah, I, I, do this. He didn't really think past the initial. Well, I don't know. We should call it Wendell. Or like Wendell from Survivor. Yeah, I guess. What if, ever, what if you just guess Wendell every time, though? Because that's what the name of it is. I feel like that's, that's the secret. It's just <laughs> Wendell every time. It's just Wendell Honestly, every day. I would really support that if it was just Wendell every single day. Smarten up, probes.